Hello, 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 and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Vazil. I got my man Mitchell Tennis here, and we are breaking down your Week 14 team stacks, giving you all the fantasy advice for DraftKings for FanDuel. We'll be looking at DraftKings pricing, but it's mostly going over who we like in terms of games rather than in specific builds. So I got Mitchell here. We're going to be breaking it down. We're going to be enjoying ourselves. Mitchell, how are you doing today, buddy? We're doing good. This is the last week to, uh, I believe, get your ticket into the live final. So be doing a little bit of that this week and see what happens. We will see what happens. We already have our friend Big Sticks yeah, Picks. He has he has his ticket into the live yeah. final. So the Wind Daily Sports crew will have a representation yet again. So very excited. Unfortunately, the pandemic's kind of dicking us over because I was excited. I think we were going to have a party down there and, oh, yeah. and have a good freaking time. But it is what it is, and we uh, we will be rooting Sticks on. He is actually on his bachelor party weekend right now, if I'm not mistaken. So hopefully he did all his research, all he needed already, and then uh, we will see how he does for next week. But we are here. We are going to have a lot of fun. This is also the first week of the fantasy playoffs for most folks, too. So definitely going to be a lot of fun. Big, big weekend ahead. And we are here to break it down for you. Make sure to follow us at Wind Daily Sports. Make sure to follow me at Michael Brazil One. And make sure to follow Big Mitchell over at Mitchell Tennis, T-H-O-E-N-N-1 on Twitter as well. Also, make sure to hop into our expert Discord chat, our instant messenger chat, where we talk about sports and help you make money via our good friend, Sia. He's our lawyer, so he wrote our uh, patent pending trademark, all that jazz. So appreciate him for that. So make sure to get in there, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the expert chat. So let's start out. We are looking at an AFC South matchup. We have the Tennessee Titans. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I think Mike Glennon is still starting, if I'm not mistaken. But I actually don't know. I think Gardner Minshew is like, good so he might actually start so we'll see this game already happened once this year jags ended up losing by like two points i think with a pick right at the end of the game so it was pretty close pretty high scoring so it was fun what are you thinking about the titans and the jaguars mitchell obviously king henry's already looking pretty popular on the week but it's hard hard to ignore jags have given the fourth most fantasy points per game and henry's a little a little more reasonably priced than last mm-hmm. week, but get, given the matchup, I, th- I think there's still value there. I don't like Tannehill too much. I think after pretty much getting stomped last week, they're kind of gonna they're kind of gonna come out guns, guns blazing here, and hopefully won't need Tannehill too much. And then not gonna play too much Glennon. You could if if you think they're gonna play from behind all game. James Robinson's too I think he's too high priced for me at this at this price in this matchup and I believe last that that Azenigbo or for Jacksonville got mm-hmm. some of the passing work late in that game so if, if that's going to be the case it's uh, I'm off Robinson so other than that if Janu plays he's been out recently obviously Perkser was the play last week, but if Johnny's back at 3,900 below 4K, I think that would be another spot to look at in this game. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Corey Davis um, absolutely went yeah. off last week. That was fantastic. And he's way cheaper than A.J. Brown. 
so we all know what AJ Brown is. He's a monster. He is fast. He's fantastic. But Corey Davis, he's making me eat my words. I, I told him he was bad this year, and I guess he he took that to heart. So uh, he's he's playing out of his <laughs> mind. He's doing his thing. So I mean, I, I think a Tannehill Corey Davis stack, as you said, if you want to get a little Johnny Smith in there as well, cheap tight end, and obviously Derrick Henry, depending on how you see this game going. Derrick Henry, can yeah, do I, his just, thing. I don't think it'd be too crazy. You can you can kind of stack either way with or go either way against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the passing game in particular, though, the Jacksonville is down right. like all their cornerbacks this year. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. as they were already bad. Uh, they've been covering the spread, though. This game just uh, just of note, I think it's seven and a half Titans are favored and it is 52 and a half for an over under. So it's a nice big total. Uh, that is what we like to see. Let's move on. We have the Houston Texans, not the Astros, not the Rockets, the Texans, Houston Texans traveling up to Chicago to take on the Bears. Texans are favored by one and a half points over under at about 45 right now. So not super, super high. Uh, how are you feeling about this game? Sean Watson, 7,600. Little Mitch Trubisky, maybe. Uh, maybe we know we can run on the Texans. Maybe a little David Montgomery. How are you feeling? Yeah, I still think you can play Montgomery at, at his price and against Houston. They're 26th in rush DVOA, and they've given up the second most fantasy points to running backs. So, I think that's a good spot to look. Trubisky really hasn't disappointed since he's been renamed the starter. And obviously one of his favorite targets, Allen Robinson, 6,800. Ownership isn't very high. I just, other than Robinson, I don't, you just, you're kind of throwing darts at the wall if you're trying to pair somebody with Trubisky, I feel. So them three would probably be the only three for Chicago. I do like Montgomery. And then looking at Houston, I think Deshaun's, too high price for me in this spot. One guy you could look at here that Chad Hansen actually hmm. led the team, I believe, in snaps last week. Played played 59 out of the team's 64 offensive snaps last week. And obviously that led to his five-catch, 101-yard, seven-target day. And he's still priced below 4K, so... I think that could be an interesting receiver to look at. And Cooks is l- listed as questionable, still being a limited participant in practice. So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much that game. That's just crazy, man. Chad Hansen. It sounds like a like a Madden <laughs> like name generator. Like, are you kidding right. me? And the dude goes out his first game this year in the NFL. I honestly have no idea who this guy is, where he came from. Comes out, shows out, puts up a hundo spot, uh, which was just absolutely balls. awesome. So. Shout out to Chad Hansen, who apparently is a real human being. So good for you, man. Uh, Let us move on. We have the Denver Broncos. We have the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey was set to come off and play this week. He is now already ruled out. Uh, So I think that opens up a lot of value for Mike Davis, now only at 6,400. We've seen how that he's been utilized this year. I think Christian McCaffrey, it was like... It was his shoulder originally, and then he somehow hurt his thigh or something. And then that tightened up, and they said, you know what? We're going to continue to sit you down this year. So as I said on the betting line show last night, everybody, all those first round, those first overall picks in the fantasy football playoffs, if you made it there without Christian McCaffrey this whole year and you thought he was coming back and to win you the whole thing, sorry, guys, that's not happening this year. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, So talk to me a little bit, Mitchell. Is there any really plays in this game that you're interested in too much i don't yeah i don't like much mike davis they kind of they still do 
they've been doing a little bit more of a backfield rotation ever since he kind of slowed down after his first couple of games. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's still a fair price for him, 6,400. So I won't be looking there. Other than that, yeah, I don't, don't trust Drew Locke enough to really get it to his receivers. Tim Patrick and Noah Fant would be the only two that I'd look at. And other than that, I don't, I don't like much. Yeah, Mike Davis kind of a, has kind had, of a skipper. Yeah, Mike Davis has had three games this year over twenty fantasy points. Um, he's had more games since he's been the starter where he only got eight points than he does over twenty. So. I think he's a little, I mean, I understand like his pricing and everything, but I don't know, man. Like, I just, I don't think he's a really good spot. Yeah, I agree with you. Really not too, too much in that game, especially with such a huge slate, 13 games, no buys this week. So there's so many more opportunities in a place like Minnesota and Tampa Bay. Minnesota is traveling down to Tampa Bay. We have the uh, Bucks favored by six and a half over under of 52 and a half. So another nice big over under game. Got some word that Mike Evans did not practice today. Uh, He was a limited participant yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, and did not practice today. I think he's going to be fine, but that might open up a significant, significant amount of value. You also have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen on the other side, obviously Dalvin Cook as well. So what are you you feeling from this game, man? This is going to be a weird one. Well, um, I never never do it, but I like, I like Kirk this week and I mean, he scored five straight games. He scored more than 18 and a half fantasy points. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Viking fan and Vegas is with me. We should be playing from behind. So I don't think we're going to be able to ride Dalvin as much. And then actually our last two games, Kirk's thrown the ball 45 and 43 times. So, I think that's uh, – I, I like Kirk, and I don't like to say it, but really you can pair him with Thielen or Jefferson. I feel like Jefferson's obviously just shown that he's the, re- the real deal. Could break Randy Moss's rookie receiving. So, yeah, and then going to Tampa Bay – even if Evans plays, I really like anybody. <laughs> I mean, I think this could be the Antonio Brown's breakout game. Chris Godwin at 6,300, I feel, is still too cheap against the Vikings. And then all these guys are sub-10% ownership, too. Delvin, I think, is a little too expensive at 94 for me this week in a good matchup against Tampa Bay. And then I, I, think, I think Tom can – have a big day against the Vikings as well paired paired with probably you could I'm probably going to pair him with two of, the, of his receivers I like that yeah Chris Goblin pretty cheap um he got the screws removed from his hand I think Chris Goblin did but he practiced fully on Thursday he's had kind of a down year unfortunately and Antonio Brown I feel like I've been I've personally been saying it feels like every single week like I think he's gonna break out I think he's gonna break out he's literally been doing nothing I, I don't know what happened this guy was the best wide receiver in the league like two and a half years ago and now turns out if you sit out like two years uh, you quickly don't become good anymore. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, as you said, well, you could take either side of this. Arians, you know, he likes to air it out. And I just, the fight, we're going to get beat over the top. And I think that could be Antonio Brown. 
could be his day, man. Maybe not the best day for you, but depends. I guess unless you, you play him, <laughs> then I guess it could be uh, if it we, could be worse. Uh, if we win, we're almost in. If we beat Tampa, so we'll remember see. where we were we'll only a couple weeks ago. There were like one and four, yeah. <laughs> and you were coming on here talking about how you wanted to not die, but like you know, hey, my season's over. I guess I can pay attention to more to DFS. And all of a sudden, they beat the Packers right. in that game where they definitely shouldn't have. Yeah, and off the hey, bye. Look at where we are now, man. You're in the playoffs. And, and you know who else? Off there by somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But you know who else is in the playoffs? New York Football Giants, baby. Five and seven, yeah. coming off a nice <laughs> victory in Seattle. Giants. We, we the Giants, get another NFC West team. Got beat by a couple of them already, or got beat by the, yeah, a couple of them already this year. We beat the Seahawks. Yeah. Let's see if we can beat the Cardinals in MetLife Stadium, also known as. Giant Stadium, of course. Let me just pull up the... I had it up already. I don't know where it went. Cardinals are favored by three. Over under a 45 and a, uh, 45 flat. Kyler Murray, while he was on an MVP campaign, uh, he's quickly off that MVP campaign. The Cardinals would have five losses in a row if it wasn't for a Hail Mary. So it's definitely something to pay attention to. DeAndre Hopkins has come back down to earth. I think he's hurt. Kyler Murray's hurt. It looks like everyone Kenyon Drake is hurt on that team. Um, how are you feeling about this Cardinals-Giants game? Anything that you want to do over here? Yeah, not much from this game. Galman's fairly priced, and then the receivers. Receivers in this game, I think you could look at Kirk or Slayton as some little salary savers. Slayton more so if Danny Dimes is back. Do you know, mm-hmm. you know if he's going to be back? Yeah, he should. Know. he's expected to play, so. Okay, so I mean, at forty two hundred, Slayton can catch a deep ball and pay that off in one play. So I like Slayton at forty two, but other than that, yeah, I, kind of a lower total game and not not too much to. Yeah, there's much there's so like much here. more, so much more on the slate. Um, how about this game? Kansas City traveling down to Miami. Kansas City favored by seven, seven and a half. Currently seven over under of fifty, which is always nice. I think that number was a little bit lower last night. Patrick Mahomes to a tug of Iloa. This would be a fun one. How are you feeling about this game? I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs at this point. You just hey. you can play you can play Mahomes and Kelsey and try to get one of their lower price receivers and you can easily score 60, 70 fantasy points with them three. So and or or Tyreek instead of Kelsey. I like mm-hmm. Kelsey just because at tight end he's just the floor is just about as safe as it gets. And so other than that, I wish Fitzmagic was starting. And I think like so do the Dolphins, Miami. honestly. <laughs> right. So really out of Miami, all I really like is Gaskin at fifty six hundred. At he, either way he's gonna rushing the ball or catching out of the backfield with Tua at 5,600. I think he, he pays off his price. But, yeah, other than that, with Tua, I don't really love love much out of Miami. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, I understand why they're starting Tua, but the team is better with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I don't even think it's really like a question. So it is what it is. Dolphins going to make the playoffs most likely. I put in a little futures bet uh, back on Thanksgiving when I was slugging a couple back. for the. And my buddy's a Dolphins fan. I said, Attaboy. hey, let's play, let's play some bet. I was like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. Dolphins will make Attaboy. the playoffs. So we, uh, we, we, we split a $50 bet, Dolphins to make the playoffs. It's looking pretty good now. They've won their last two or three games since, so hopefully they continue to do that. And uh, 
lock up one of the spots soon. But yeah, I don't. I just, I think the Dolphins have a good shot to cover. I think the I think the Chiefs end up winning this game pretty comfortably. I think they kind of knock themselves loose a little bit because the last couple of weeks it's been you know it was divisional game, then it was game against Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are a pretty damn good team, and then it was another divisional game. So it's just kind of like a weird three uh, games. I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes just comes out and is like, ah, oh, no, guys, like I got this. And he throws for one of his 353 touchdown games and kind of puts this game away pretty quickly. Uh, and Tua, yeah, he might struggle a little bit. So weird game. Should be fun, though. Um, definitely, definitely should be fun. So last 1 o'clock game, we have the Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cowboys are favored by 3.5 points with a total of 42. Yikes. Um anything from this game i guess uh, joe mixon's still out i don't think he's coming back this year either at this point these couple of these cowboys receivers are just too cheap for me uh bengals rank 28th and past evoa uh cd lamb at 4800 his volume is just too high usually at they just try to get him the ball and this price for me is too cheap and gallup should uh, look pretty good with Dalton last week at below 4k at 3,800. I think, I think you can also look there. Obviously I'm still a fan of T Higgins just due to his target volume. And uh, I know it's the Cowboys, but they're still, they're still uh, underdogs in this game. They're, they're just, they've just been playing from behind. Yeah. So that's, that's why I like T and then, well, Tyler Boyd, I do, I like as well. He had that big catch last game, and mm-hmm. they got ejected. So, yeah. at four, still below five, still below five k after. I think that was early too. Mm-hmm. I think the TD was in the first quarter, right? Yeah, it was. It was pretty early on it. in the game. Yeah, then he got ejected. So he that's that's all he had, and he pretty much was hit value at this price. So I like Tyler Boyd as well. Zeke just doesn't, I don't know, he just doesn't look like he even wants to be out there. No. Uh, they've been running. Pollard's been, been getting uh, more more carries and looks. So I think Dalton been, Schultz is a good yeah. uh, tight end salary saver at 35 as well. His, mm-hmm. I mean, his, he usually sees at least five targets a game. And at 3,500, I just think he's, he's also a, a pretty safe play. Yeah, this is such a weird game because Cincinnati's offense is just so bad, right? They scored like seven points, I think, against the Dolphins last week, and it was just that broken, like the two defenders ran into each other, and Tyler Boyd went for 70 yards. If not, honestly, I wouldn't (laughs) be surprised if they got shut out. So the Cincinnati side does scare me a little bit. Obviously, you know, someone like T. Higgins, who is that cheap, uh, it definitely can come into handy. Someone like Michael Gallup. How Michael Gallup is that much cheaper? He's $1,000 cheaper against T. Higgins, which is kind of confusing. Um, and yeah, Zeke is just a little too expensive, 6,600. You don't really know. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a very 50-50 split backfield with him being kind of hurt, kind of not wanting to be there. Um, this game definitely scares me a little bit. I kind of I want to I stay away as much as possible. I can agree with that. I mean, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. It's not. It's not a high. To, it's not a high total. Yeah, exactly. Forty-two I just think total. Some favorable price tags. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, man, you're making more than one lineup. I hope. Oh yeah. Um, right. Right. So. Right. right. Uh, uh, whoever out there is I'm, listening. If I'm entering the final, you got to make more than one, right? 
Exactly. <laughs> we're trying never to. Know. We're trying to. Never know. Mitchell, I believe in you, Mitchell. That'd be pretty sweet. You and Sticks making the live final, man. I, I'm here for it. Right. I'm here for All it. Right. Wendell Sports team is here for it. So before we move on to those four o'clock games, Mitchell, we got to talk about our sponsor, Manscaped. What is yeah. up? <laughs> we are sponsored by Manscaped. Actually, so Mitchell and I record this. We don't do this live, though, but I'll put it up for him so he can see it. We are sponsored by Manscaped. Make sure to go to manscaped.com. Use promo code WINDAILY for 20% off and free shipping. I used to be terrified of shaving my balls. I used to like have like a huge bush, maybe not a huge bush, but like a bush bush. And like it was noticeable and people could see it. And it, it always made me feel uncomfortable. And then I got past like 23 years old and was really like, I actually don't give a shit. I'm in a long-term relationship. None of this matters anymore. But then I would, I, you know, every once in a while I'd be like, you know, hey, you kind of have to shave your balls. And I'm just like, but I don't want to. Like, it scares me. It hurts. It's not comfortable. I don't want to do that. And and then, you know, I'd get complained at and this, that, and the other thing. And then it's, things would be starting to get taken away. And we never want any of that stuff to get taken away. Where's the fun in that? And it's just, it is it is uncomfortable. It's scary. I don't know. I, I can't take a razor to my family jewels, man. Like, I love them way too much. I don't want to do that. It scares me. So I never used to do it, to be totally honest with you. I used to do the bare minimum. And that was very, very rarely uh, until thankfully our friends over at Manscaped send me a lawnmower 3.0. And my God, this thing is absolutely incredible. Not only does it help, but it's actually it's made shaving my balls kind of fun, man. Um, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineer team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created the lawnmower 3.0. It has there's, it's like almost impossible to cut yourself it's insane they have this advanced skin safe technology that is specifically pioneered by manscaped with their ceramic edge cutting blade like honestly i was I, I tried to cut myself it didn't work and that's when my face just absolutely lit up it is super premium battery lasts up to 90 minutes so how, whatever you need to shave if it takes you 90 minutes good luck but you can do it uh, which is nice it's waterproof so you can take it right in the shower groom in there and it also has this sweet little led light so if you want you can see up under all the nooks and crannies and get everything that you need to in there but charging stand too comes with a sweet little charging stand so you can show your mower off loud and proud and because it is intelligently designed it is convenient charging dock powered by usb so you can pop that right into your work laptop just in case you need to do something before you get home from work so if you're listening to me speak right now i want you to experience it firsthand for yourself trim that junk of yours get 20 percent off and free shipping with promo code WINDAILY at manscaped.com that is get 20 percent off free shipping with promo code manscaped nope promo code WINDAILY at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code WINDAILY. your balls will thank you so appreciate our friends over at Manscaped. They're good people, doing good things, helping good people. That's really all we can ask for. So let's move on to our four o'clock games. We have the Jets. We have the Seahawks. The Seahawks are favored. Last time I checked, about 13 and a half. Yep, still 13 and a half. The over-under sits at about 47. How are you feeling about this game, Mitchell? Oh, a little rain, too. A little rain in the forecast. Yeah, I don't... If Gore did Gore go on IR deep pass concussion protocol, uh, he not, if, is questionable. That's about it. Right. Yeah. 
even if I don't, I don't really like Ty Johnson or the Jets backfield. The only place I'd look here is probably Jamison Crowder. Some of these receivers for the Jets, obviously, uh, Seattle struggled against pass twenty seven, ranked twenty seventh against in pass DVOA, and giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers this season. So I think Crowder and some of these cheaper Jets receivers, specifically Perryman and Mims around so I think Mims, Mims was, might be out right yeah he was yeah. he was declared out and Crowder actually popped up with a Q tag today uh, he has a calf injury so he's a limited participant today on th- in Thursday's practice so should be okay but if Crowder and Mims are out Perriman's been questionable pretty much all year but at 3900 he could be in a real smash spot oh yeah oh yeah I mean this so, Jets team. I mean, if Crowder's out, some of these cheap, cheap Jets receivers. Obviously, the threat's fourteen. They're going to be playing from behind and throwing the ball mm-hmm. like they usually are. But flipping to Seattle side, Will's in seventy nine hundred. I think this is a Carson Carlos Hyde game. Um, Metcalf. Eh, I don't. They're just. I'm really hoping this game gets out of hand quick. I think it could. I mean, we mm-hmm. said that against the Chiefs when they put when the Jets played the Chiefs, and the Chiefs still paid off, but the game mm-hmm. did get out of hand. So I just think Pete Carroll doesn't he doesn't want Russ to get hurt against the Jets of all teams, and mm-hmm. I think I think it could be a ground a ground game, and Metcalf and Lockett are both projected at below ten percent, so. I think their prices are a little steep for some people with the possibility of this uh, game being out of hand. Yeah, and understandably. Uh, but even at, well, uh, one thing we will say: the Chiefs don't run the ball, though, so they kind of had to keep right, throwing right. the ball against the Jets. <laughs> yeah. the, the Seahawks, we know, at least like to try to run the ball on occasion. Um, and since Carson has come back, it uh, last week was much more Carson than than Carlos Hyde. But the week before that, it seemed like it was about a 50-50 split. And last week was just such a weird game with the Seahawks and Giants. So I don't know how much you can even roll off that. But might be a difficult one. If it is windy and rainy, uh, probably not not a place you want to put too many of your dollars. Of course, DK Metcalf can always do DK Metcalf things. 10 catches, 150 yards, 2 touchdowns. Definitely not out of the question. But something to pay attention to let us move on we have the indianapolis colts traveling to las vegas to take on those raiders the indianapolis colts are favored by three over under of 51 weird game man weird game josh jacobs is questionable i don't think he's going to play he returned today in a limited format so i don't know exactly what that means don't think he's gonna play but it's definitely a possibility um but I don't really think you can run too much against this Indianapolis defense anyway, especially with DeForest Buckner back. So how do you feel about this Indy Vegas game? It's a weird one. Yeah, but the yeah, the total is still pretty pretty solid. Yeah, it's still high. I see yeah. 50 and a half. 50, yeah. yeah. I don't like Carr at 6K. Maybe, maybe you could get on him if Jacobs doesn't play, but even still, nah. I think Taylor at fifty eight hundred, if if they, you know, do give him the rock like they did last week, uh, Raiders rank thirty first and rush DVOA. And then if we look at wideouts, T Y Hilton, I heard there's there was people that said that he 
was kind of banged up early and that he said he felt 100%. And then we look at his last two weeks, he's kind of touched down on both, had 11 targets last week, caught eight, I believe, for 110 and a touchdown. The Raiders are uh, susceptible in the, in, the pa- um, in the past too. So I think you can look at this Colts team if at 6,800 for Waller at tight end – I would just rather pay up for Kelsey. And then the the indie tight ends are, I mean, it's just kind of, nah. Yeah, I mean, it's just roulette. Who do you think is going to score the touchdown right. this week? One of them's probably going to get it. And it feels like it's usually Trey Burton. Somehow that dude has as many touchdowns as he does. I, I don't really get it. Um, well, like it turns out, so he's five touchdowns, but that's not bad in nine games. I mean, you're not really angry about that. Right. Um, no. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's such like a such a weird game. I mean, Derek Carr had an awesome week last week, but they shouldn't have been down to the Jets, and now they're only three point dogs at home against like a really good team. So we'll see how this one turns out. I I don't know. This this game just scares me in all fronts. I wouldn't be surprised if that total is is very very under. But hey, Vegas is way smarter than i am do have a question for you okay do you think that do you think that the d coordinator did it did it on purpose (laughs) i i don't know i mean he he called the play so he did it on purpose i don't know why he (laughs) did it like that's the weird question like (laughs) there was some reports coming out saying that he hated adam gase so that he called that play so that adam gase could continue to be 0 and 16 and be one of the few coaches that ever ends up 0 and 16 um which is pretty awesome super spiteful uh so yeah i don't know man it's weird definitely it was a weird play call it here's the thing it would have if it worked it would have worked right like it's one of those like if it works no one's talking about it and they're just like wow that was ballsy and that's about it that's the funniest part about the nfl yeah and he still has his job and no one no one cares but it, it turns out if you leave Henry Ruggs one-on-one with anybody, that dude's fast as shit. So if you just throw oh, the yeah. ball in the air, if he and he, he has the ability to catch it, you're good to go. So we'll see what happens there. Pretty crazy. Definitely pretty crazy. Um, let's move on. Green Bay and Detroit, two teams you're very familiar with up there in the NFC North division. Uh, we have Green Bay favored by, I want to say, eight, eight and a half, uh, seven and a half, I apologize, with a total of 55. They think a lot of points are going to be scored in this one, mostly by the Packers. How are you feeling about this game, Mitchell? They give Rodgers his price bump a little bit. He still can easily pay that off. And if Devonte Adams, weird. He's at twenty percent for ninety three hundred as a receiver again. But if we just look at the usage, other than the game that he got hurt earlier in the season, he's only got two games below ten targets, and then those two, he's got nine targets. I mean, the dude has what eleven touchdowns in seven weeks. Not bad. Thirteen. He's, he. Is that what it was? 13 touchdowns in 13 weeks. Dude's incredible. Yeah. I mean, so his price price tag is... Oh, holy shit. Wait, he missed a couple games. Wow, never mind. I take that back. He's 13 touchdowns in, what, like eight weeks? That's nuts. He's amazing, dude. It's so incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, there's good reason for his price tag, but... And then you you could... 
compare Rodgers with Tanyan still? I believe he had three straight weeks with touchdowns. Uh, something like that. Yeah, he. Uh, I dropped him, of course, in one of my fantasy in my season long teams because he didn't do anything for a little <laughs> bit. But uh, yeah, he's been. Yep, touchdown in three straight weeks. Not bad. Paying off. So yeah, I think I think that would be the route you could look. Lazard hasn't really gone back to being the clear, clear number two like he was before he got hurt. It seems like he still seems kind of bothered, but by the injuries still remaining on the injury report from week to week. So Aaron Jones at 7,600. I think that's too, too steep for me, especially that backfield is getting pretty close to a 50, 50 at this point, 60, 40, even still, it's pretty hard to pay off 7,600 for Jones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and especially with Aaron Jones last week, I mean, he he had a good game, but then he had that seventy-seven yard touchdown run, which over doubled his yardage and gave him the touchdown. So that was pretty much his whole week right there. Before that, right. he was like fourteen for sixty and change in terms of yards, fourteen for like fifty something yards, and then he gets that one rush and he absolutely plays out. But uh, you know, be a little wary of that. I mean, he has the obviously the house call ability, so I think that's something to pay attention to. Right. But yeah, seventy-six hundred, pretty expensive for someone, as you said, that's kind of in a fifty-fifty split at this point. Yeah, and then as far as Detroit, I doubt Galway comes back this season. Yeah, I think he's, he's done. We're still getting the questionable every week. But Swift at 65 is just – I think if they get behind here, he could catch a lot of passes, though, is the thing. I still won't be on him at 65. I just think that's steep. And then if Stafford doesn't, I mean, if he's throwing to Marvin Jones and, I mean, Danny Amendola is his number two, it's just hard for me to, hard for me to look look at the, that way. It's difficult. Yeah, I, I don't know. They will be playing from behind most likely, uh, but yeah. I, I don't know, man. You even well, Matt Patricia isn't there anymore. I was going to say with Matt Patricia, even if they're down seventeen, they're still running the <laughs> ball. You know, three plays in a row and punting. But I don't know, man. Is what it is. Uh, I mean, let's move. keep going. Stafford threw for four hundred last yeah. week. So, mm-hmm. but they were also they were also getting shit pounded at halftime. So they pretty exactly. much just threw every play of the second half, which obviously could be the case here again. But four hundred again, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Difficult. Difficult to see that happening, unfortunately. Um, A slightly less fun game. We have the Washington Football Club going up against the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers favored by three. Total is 43, so pretty, pretty low. Uh, Antonio Gibson is going to be out this week, most likely in a couple weeks moving forward. Uh, So I guess is that like J.D. McKissick season, 4,900? Not too bad. Um, Raheem Mostert came out and said he's pretty much going to be hurt the rest of the year. So, I mean, I don't know how much you want to play him either. So, I don't really know what to think of this game. Nothing nothing too sexy to me, personally. They did say McKissick is going to get most of the work. Peyton Barber, I believe, is going to get goal line and short yardage between the tackle situations. So, I think... McKissick's upside is a little limited, but if he's going to be in on all these plays where he's available for a check down again, whereas mm-hmm. Gibson was taking more of those snaps as the season progressed, 
I think 4,900 is just too cheap, too cheap for him. I'll, I'll be playing him. Hopefully he can get a more than, you know, one yard. He, he the Redskins don't end up on the one yard line four times and Peyton yeah. Barber ends up with three tutties. But other than that, I don't like the QBs really here. I think you could look at Logan Thomas, obviously cheap tight end play 3,300 had a, had a big week last mm-hmm. week. And then other than that, other than that I think McLaurin's fairly priced. And then uh, you could look at Ayuk coming back from injury. He had a baller game and pretty much kept kept doing what he's been doing. Even with Debo, he still saw nine targets, got a touchdown. At 5,400, I still think that's a little too cheap, but other than that, I'll be on most likely McKissick and Reed or not Reed. Shit, I saw Thomas. his name and I was thinking Washington. Yeah, Thomas. And then a little bit of Ayuk. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think this game. I'm probably gonna stay a little bit further away from this game again. Pretty low total there. Another game with a pretty low total: the Saints and the Eagles. Again, that total is sitting at 43 as well. Saints favored by a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, your starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. They finally put Carson Wentz to sleep, uh, <laughs> probably for the better at this point. I don't know how to feel about this game. Sia thinks that the Eagles cover. I think the Saints beat the crap out of them. Like I really don't think this game's going to be, excuse me, too close. Um, how do you feel about it? Anything you're looking to play? I don't. I'll take probably one shot at Hertz, but I don't like him. I think it's a – I do like him. He's actually one of my favorite players, and I'm actually – I actually told my buddy that if Wentz got benched for Hertz, I'd buy a jersey, so I actually have to buy a Jalen Hertz jersey now. Yikes, dude. <laughs> Sounds like a waste of 150 bucks if you ask me. Yeah, but no, I get, at least he's got a shot. Wentz, I mean, 30-something million-dollar backup. $37 million backup. <laughs> Love but it. I think the the matchup's too tough is pretty tough for Hertz in, in his first game to start. Hill Taysom Hill's price too high. Kamara just hasn't shown upside with Hill. I can't trust it. Sanders, they just are like, yeah, you we're not gonna give you the ball, and now we got Jordan Howard, we're gonna give it to him. <laughs> Eagles wide receiver situation don't love. I think you could take a shot at Rieger at forty four hundred if you want, but I'm not looking at this game too much. What about Zach Ertz? Yeah, got those tight ends on the Eagles. Zach Ertz uh, thirty seven hundred. Richard Rogers twenty seven and Goddard at four K. Did any of those do anything for you? I like Goddard and Ertz more most out of the three. I just got her. It just worries me with obviously Wentz. We knew to like throwing to his tight ends. So with Jalen coming in, it's just kind of a, it's an unpredictable situation, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, it is. Um, 
But it is it is known that you're going to be wasting 180 bucks on a Jalen Hurts jersey soon. So the joke, yeah. Mitchell, the joke <laughs> is on you, buddy. Uh, last game of the slate, we have the Atlanta Falcons favored by two and a half points over the Los Angeles Chargers on the road. Over under sits at 49 and a half right now. Anything from this game? I think Julio should play. Ridley should play. I think everyone should play. But Julio at 6,600, man, that's just too juicy. Yeah, this is actually my favorite game. Uh, Tell me I more. Like, yeah, I like I like the, the Chargers to bounce back. I mean, they're not – I think obviously last week the Patriots had two defensive touchdowns, right? Or defense special teams. Uh, yeah, defense special teams at least, yeah. Yeah, and I like Herbert with Allen. is back below 8K. Mike Williams at 4,700 against this Atlanta, Atlanta secondary. They've given up the second most fantasy points per game to wide receivers and the most fantasy points per game to QBs. So I like looking there. Gurley, they said at forty eight hundred, cheap price. For they, uh, they said he is likely to get more of the snaps this week. I saw mm-hmm. last week. I think it was closer to fifty fifty. And if that does happen at this price, I'm gonna believe what they say because at forty eight hundred, if he gets his you know usual snaps from earlier in the season, I think he could easily pay that off. And then I like Matt Ryan too, 5,700. And then, like you said, my, my main guy that I'd pair him with is Julio 66. I believe he came in last week and just even with the hamstring had 10 targets and 90 some receiving yards, I believe. So at 6,600, that's just too cheap of a price, but yeah, this is my favorite game as far as, it's lower lower owned. Nobody right now is above ten percent. Other than Eckler, I like Eckler as well mm-hmm. at seven K, yeah. but he's at nineteen percent. But other than other than him, everybody's below ten percent in this game. So that's 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 where we're looking. It's looking good too. Um, you know, obviously a lot of good things can potentially happen. I don't know, man. Todd Gurley, like, it's just so sad. Like, he went from 2018 being the most yeah. valuable, not the most valuable, but the most, off, off, what the hell, the, the offensive player of the year to now right, we sit here yeah. in 2020 and, and he's, like, battling for snaps with Ito Smith and Brian Hill. Like, yikes, dude. Like, it's insane how quickly he went downhill. But at least he got paid. Shout out Todd Gurley for getting paid. We appreciate <laughs> right. him for that. Uh, and that's oh, it, man. God. That is it. Nice little breakdown. 13 games on the main slate. So a lot of different ways to get different, a lot of different ways to have some fun. So make sure to check out all the articles that will be coming out. We have the cash game. We have the GPP. We obviously have our projections. We're going to have a lot of the live stream Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. So make sure to check that out. So that is what we're here to do. A lot more games coming a lot more articles coming down the pipe so we're excited for it thank you to our sponsors manscaped make sure to go to manscaped.com promo code win daily you get 20 percent off and free shipping to manscaped incredible incredible stuff your balls will thank you and i just think it's cool because brett musburger 
does that ad read and so do i so what's up uncle brent let's what's get up what's this, up train rolling um thank you to mitchell mitchell where can everyone find you on the internet at mitchell 10 one t-h-o-e-n-n-1 on twitter mitchell tennis t-h-o-e-n-n-e-s on instagram and then in the discord at bomb carlo 15 i'll be in there after my ufc article tomorrow morning should be should be up tomorrow morning. I'll get that bad boy rolling. So yes, Mitch will be hanging out with our MMA crowd as well in the NFL Discord. He'll be all over the place. We appreciate him. Thank you for listening. Follow me at Michael Brazil one Follow us at Windaily Sports. WindailySports.com backslash chat for our instant messenger chat where we talk about sports and help you win money. Easiest way to explain it. Make sure to hop in there and hang out with us. For Mitchell, for myself, for the rest of the Windaily Sports family, for Manscaped. We hope you make it a very profitable week 14 in the NFL. Yeah.